Story Chat with John Fornoff, the art and passion of storytelling. Here's your host, Brian Bullabush. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Story Chat, our little corner of the internet where we hope to inspire and encourage you guys on the art and passion of storytelling. John, I'm back. <laughs> Yay, I'm so glad you're back. We miss you, man. You know, it's I been can... a hot second. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I, technically, I can do it without you, but it's not quite as fun. I just love your bright voice. And also, you can hit buttons a lot better than I can. And quite obvious. As you and I have spent, what, the last 18 minutes trying to get like, okay, you're so patient with me. Yeah. Uh, trying to get, yeah. Oh, what? I anyway, mean, you just summed I'm up IT back. and tech support it beautifully. Just pressing buttons that's all it is you press buttons better than i i I do not do that well at all i recognize the talent yeah so yeah i I think kid uh when we do recording like in in london or salami we're doing recording studio there's like this whole big like it looks like it's like a steamship of 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 knobs and buttons and dials that that, like alan hurley or rob jorgensen or mark jury has and for me they give me a little box with count them two buttons it's like and guess playing what? an organ. Yes, yes, yes. But guess what? I get them mixed up, the two buttons. It's a one <laughs> button for talk back, one button for a cue light, and I get them mixed up. It's it's really sad. <laughs> two, they give me two buttons. John, this is all we can trust you with. So anyway, I digress. You're the one that sets up our Zoom meetings because that's where we're recording this on. This you, is yeah, true. You, I can set up a Zoom meeting. I know worse. I know a lot worse uh, tech people. Well, you know what, so. Brian? You know what, Brian? I can also email. <laughs> That is true. Let me tell you, I can That's email true. too. I can send you emails. Can I'm so email with so, the best yeah. of them. Yes, there you go. Okay, so we digress, which we do a lot. But wait, you were going to ask me something. I think you were. Where, where are you sitting? Are you in your? I'm sitting in a wonderful chair. And actually, what a great segue. Where are oh, you okay, sitting? Well, yes, that was brilliant, Brian. You're per- good at perfect. This. So okay. um, 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 <laughs> we're going to talk you. about. We're going to talk about. <laughs> We would like to share with you. We we you're you're included with this brand. Uh, where you where you write? Where do you write? And um, I don't want to. Sh- I am so blessed. God is blessed and blessed and blessed. And I want to show you my blessings. This is the blessings God gives me. And I, w- I hope this inspires you to find what what is it that inspires you in your environment where you write and how that important that is. And I'm hmm. very very inspired here. But and um, I'm going to show you what I've got, and I want to relate this to you as you're as you're getting ready to write. So, are you ready to go? I'll give you a little tour. It's a short yeah, no, tour, go for I'll, it. I'll okay, so here I am. I'm in my little place in Georgia. I got a little little cottage. It's like one bedroom, one bath. It's very little beautiful, place, but, but it is beautiful. I'm so blessed. I've got two and a half acres. I got a pond, and I got a sunroom. Okay, and it's like I'm so blessed. So this is th- I just got this, and I want to show you. I want to show it to you, okay? To our audio listeners, you just have to use your imagination. Brian, you can do a color commentary if you want to do that. Okay. The Mind Palace. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. There you go. Okay. So look behind me <laughs> here. Sherlock Holmes. Okay. First of all, I've got, I'm so blessed here. Look, I got oh, a wow. sunroom here. See, I got a sunroom there. It looks like that oh, is a, a pond. A that is a cute pond little here. pond over there. Yeah. Do you, it is do you cool. plan on doing any fishing over there? Um, I'm, I should are you right a now. Fish, all? I, I, I'm fishing for algae right now, but that's that's about ah, it. Uh, yeah, but there yeah, there yeah. are fish in there. It's speckled perch. So here's here's the um here's the environment here. I've got look at oh, wow. I got this really cool chair. It's the most comfortable chair I've ever sat in. It's like I was at oh, Office wow. Depot sitting in it for like several hours before they said, "John, you get <laughs> you gotta get up." It feels so good. It's a sure you, you need to go home. Something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a buddy. I got a buddy who's got one of those. 
Yeah, really? no, he really oh, liked. He liked. It's it it's not the, that specific one, but it is mm-hmm. a Shaquille O'Neal. Oh man, chair. so nice. So um, I got um, I've got so I've got a like I can look out over the windows, which is cool, which is so 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 such a blessing. And then I've got this really cool desk and stuff. And also, what helps is I've got one of these desks. I don't know if I can do this with my left hand. We're about to find out. Okay, where you can lift it up, where you can kind of go like that. Oh, Whoops, you've got a standing desk sort yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, that's so I can awesome. stand up, and that way it's it's ergonomic. Ergonomics is really important when you're doing a lot of long long writing here. So I do that. Got my speaker set up, which I'll refer to later. Here's my speaker right there. Yeah. And we got the microphone, which you usually use for story chat. Where is it? Right there. I don't think you can see that. Up oh, the Yeti. Yeah. Yep. It's it's the blue yep, Yeti is. for yeah. anyone. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's a great there microphone. So um that it's just a blessing. And so while I'm writing, it's it's I went to Laura Engels Wilder's house and a uh, little house in the prairie lady. And um and she was <laughs> she was a little lady who wrote about Little House in the Prairie too. Um, but she very tiny lady. But she I remember seeing her desk. It's a tiny little desk, but she, you could look to the left and there's this beautiful farm like trees and she had cows out there and stuff like that. This is a, it's just, it does something for you when you have an environment like that. So we're going to talk about what if you don't have an environment like that, we'll talk about that in just a mm. second, but I just want to, I just hope this will inspire you. Now this Brian, you haven't seen this yet. Well, you haven't seen Uh-oh. that, but you're, you're about to see something really cool. So what, for our audio listeners, it was a chair and a desk. What we just saw. Okay. <laughs> That's a fancy okay. L chair and a fancy desk. So it's, it or no, feels, it's I got that backwards. It's ergonomic and it feels good. Okay, so here we go. This just happened this week. Um, I wanted to do this. I'm gonna welcome you to my living adventure room. Okay. Living so adventure to, room. It's like yes. the TARDIS or something. It's yes, the imagination so not, station. The yes, exactly. <laughs> So it's not just um, a living room, and it's but it's an adventure, a living adventure room. So it's living, hmm. living an adventure, and I wanted to give it the feel like a 1940s, like it's Indiana Jones, his desk, and he just stepped out for a moment. He'll be right back. Okay, so I wanted to get a cool desk, 1940s feel, because I love the 40s. The 40s are something cool about that era. All right, <laughs> so here we go. I got it right here, and you can see. Oh wow. That is my desk that I just that got. That is so cute. It is so, it's what a blessing. So here's the, um, you can see it's got, oh, this, this thing is really cool. It's got like little curves on it. And like here, it's got this, I just got this oyster lamp thing. I call it an oyster lamp. Yeah. And um, made by genuine glass oyster. And then I just got this phone from this lady. She says, I, just oh, said, wow. I need a 1940s telephone. She says, I got one. It was on our family. I, I grew up with this phone. Like, like she grew up in the 50s. Oh, wow. but this is a 40s phone. And it's like, it's still, this is called a rotary phone, Brian. You don't know about these, but these are really yeah. cool. Oh, no. And you I, dial I, numbers. I use a rotary like, phone. Oh, come on. Really? Okay. Yeah. So this My is cool. And then I got a period. One. They're fun. And I got this oh, chair. They're, they're great. The There's chair, just okay? such tactility. Oh, man. That is. Yeah. So how yeah. old's the table? What, what? I think you um, said a year. Cir- what the year? Table, the desk is mm-hmm. circa 1942. Oh, wow. And then uh, this, so anyway, just, I got my thumb in there. My 19, yeah, so this is, and the crowning touch, you ready for this? This is kind of cool. Mm. I got this, I don't know if you can see it or not, down here is, can you see that? It's a clock. Fancy looking It's a one clock. Too. Yeah, it's the, it's a, like a 1940s kind of clock. And I'm going to put that, I'm 
having to do this upside down. I'm going to put yeah. that right there <laughs> on top of the desk. So it's cool. Yeah. So it's just, a, it's, it's just, when I look at it, I just smile. I, in fact, I laugh just like, it just like when I, when I'm so blessed by God, I can't contain it. I just laugh. I'm just laughing all day. So anyway, it's like, what a blessing. It tickles so, you. Yeah. What, what happened last night was, um, I was, um, I was thinking about getting a typewriter to put right in there. Right. And just like a 1940s typewriter, but the problem, but, but it would block it block the look of it so just for audio listeners it's a desk and a chair um so yeah. anyway um for the, t- the typewriter would block it and um block the look of it but also i want to actually write at this desk i want just a museum piece i put my laptop here last night and all of a sudden i wanted to write a 1940s mystery you know <laughs> it just inspired it you know well, uh, John, yeah. I'm gonna, I'll, 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 I'll add to this. I know for a fact you can go out and buy keyboards that are like full push down button <laughs> keyboards for your That's, laptop. Are you serious? That's cool. And you can plug plug it up, and it's got that tactility of an old typewriter yeah. because people just That's love amazing. that feel. And if you set your laptop on top or a monitor up top, or yeah. if you don't want to break the look, I also know that they've got certain screens that when they're off, they look like paintings. Oh, wow. Oh, that, yes, so yes, yes. Like, my fr- so it'll just my not friend take Honey away it, from yeah. it. And so it won't mm-hmm. take away from the aesthetic. So you could have that 40s picture up there and then we yes. can use it as a computer. So I think it's idea. brilliant. So I'll see um, if I can find one of those for you. Oh, man, that's so cool. So um, for, as you're writing, as you, as, as you, as you want to write, it's, it's important to inspire yourself. So let's say you don't have a, you know, a nice chair, a nice desk. I mean, tr- go for it. But, and, and you can find things used. I mean, I got that stuff used you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But another thing you could do is you can put up posters, like movie posters. Or you can put up, like, you can put up screens of paintings. You can put up paintings around you. So you can change your environment just by just putting up some paintings or photos or whatever. That will inspire you. Okay. Um, another, so- an- Go ahead. Go, go go forth, and I got a question. No, go for a question, and I got. I'm gonna. Well, my, I'm gonna talk about question, audio. No, you go with that first, and then I'll ask my question. Sorry. Okay, cool. <laughs> so another thing you can do to change your environment or to inspire yourself is to. I've got. It is really awkward. I'm using my left hand, looking backwards, and trying to shoot this way. Uh, but we'll we can do it. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, my Pandora account, and so um, Bob Liparillo, who we've had on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he inspired me to listen to soundtracks, movie soundtracks. Well, mm-hmm. so what, when you're listening to a movie soundtrack, like anything you write sounds epic, like like Hans Zimmer or John Williams or just you know uh, one of uh, Chris uh, oh, who else um, Thomas Newman. It's like you're writing. Oh, it's like you're writing something. Like, yes. Um, um, and she closed the door. And when when you have the epic music, you're like. Oh, she closed the door. You hear the music soar, and it's like, yes, she closed the door. It just sounds amazing, but it it draws the writer out of you. So you can change. Mm -hmm. So I've got different things here. I've got Weird Al, which I do for comedy or whatever. I've got I love Weird um, Al. Some oh man, he's great. Uh, Get some jazz. Here's some practical practical things. Yeah, your Weird Al when you when you're writing comedy. Well, what do you Mm -hmm. actively use Weird that Weird Al station for? Um, everyone else, what's I just. I just listen to it now and then just kind of inspires okay. me. It's so fun. And I got some, I got some other things on there. Um, when I'm writing epic stuff, I've got, um, it's my clear and present danger station, but it has all kinds of epic 
movie so like stuff. Jonathan Park. When you're writing Jonathan Park, what do mm-hmm. you what do you, what, what, what do you listen uh, to? Clear and Pre- Present Danger. Oh. And okay. on that one, I've got it's not just Clear and Present Danger. It's a bunch of movie soundtracks mm-hmm. that I just you know thumbs up, and it just really inspires. And there's one called David Talk. If you want to like, I listen to that one when I want something quiet, something romantic, something that pulls the heartstrings kind of thing. So. Anyway, so you can change your audio environment as well as your visual environment, and that can inspire you for your writing. So, and oh, I got to show you this. See behind me. See, I got the fans. Up there. Yo, yes, you should always always bring your fans with you. Your fans are always <laughs> behind you. So, sorry, uh, John. I'm right that was here. Terrible. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to share that with us, all the blessings I got, well, and just like here. yeah. Here, here's a question. You've touched on it mm-hmm. a little bit, and it's uh, to to sound like a toddler. Why? Mm-hmm. Why, why is why? an environment? Why is an environment that important to a writer? That's a wonderful question. It's like you know, you can write in a concrete room with a bare light bulb. That that has a whole different feel to it. Um, but you know what? Treat yourself kindly. You know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, "Love your neighbor as yourself." I've never heard a sermon on this, but you should love yourself. I mean, now that sounds really heretical. It's not love yourself above everybody else. That's (laughs) Mm -hmm. being an idol. Okay. You don't love yourself above everybody or above God. No, it's, it's, but you love others as yourself and -hmm. just taking care of yourself is taking care of who God made you to be. And part of that is give yourself an environment where it's, where it's comfortable, where it just, it feels good, especially if you're writing for long periods of time, you want something Mm -hmm. that's feels ergonomic. It's well-suited for you. You're not going to get a crick in your neck because if you get a crick in your neck or you get a crick in your back, you're not going to want to write, you know? So make it comfortable, make it enjoyable. I mean, writing is a joy anyway, but when you surround yourself, when you, you don't want any impediments to your writing. You want to just flow, flow as fast as you can and just enjoy it. And, and um, it's just inspired. It's just, it's another spark, another spark of inspiration. So great question. Now, what's the uh, what's the most comfortable place you've ever you've ever written? One that really got um, you going, or I think it's that? this one right here. Hey, there <laughs> you is. go. I just got it. Oh man, I tell you, it just I still smile. You know, I just I'm just so grateful to God. You know, I've got it's a little place, but it's a blessed place. But I just I just get blessed just cleaning it. I just like sweep, like taking the broom and sweeping the floor, or vacuuming or dusting. I'm just like. I feel like um, a Disney princess. Uh, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> I'm just. Does your computer and, talk to you yes, and sing along yes, with you? Oh, that's you? true. Yes, yes. And all the cockroaches are singing with me. It's just wonderful. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, no, no, I don't have any cockroaches, which is wonderful. But anyway, I digress. It's, it's, um, it's just a, it's a way of saying thank you to God because He has blessed me, mm. yeah, with with a wonderful, wonderful place now, to write. Con- Contrary to that, what's the worst place you've ever written? That you sat down, you started writing, you went, oh, this is not going to work, but I've got to stay here for the next 20 minutes because I'm on a deadline. Yeah, um, probably. <laughs> this is going to sound awful because it was the, the most wonderful job. Right now, I've got the most wonderful job as far as it's my career, but the most wonderful job as far as I'm on salary, working for somebody, was oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Advent- working on Adventures in Odyssey. I just loved working with Avengers Odyssey. It's wonderful. But uh, there was a time (laughs) I was in a gray cubicle with no windows. And you know what? That could be like, uh, it's not inspiring. So what you got to do, okay. So that was probably, I mean, it was ergonomic, 
but it was just kind of like, okay. Um, oh, there's one other place. I think the Walt Did you write any memorable episodes? Did you write any mem- yes, memorable I episodes in there? Episodes that, yeah, I wrote a whole bunch of good episodes. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully, good episodes. <laughs> I enjoyed them anyway. But it, it, what you do there is just put posters up, put po- you know paintings yeah. or put up something like that. Um, another place was I was working in um, Mobile, Alabama, and uh, I oh yeah, that was probably the worst. Fluorescent lights and concrete mm. walls that were painted either slightly green or slightly yellow. I can't remember or gray. That when you can't pretty. tell the difference between those two, that's not a good wall. <laughs> I, I've blocked it out of my memory. Yeah. <laughs> but I get to write some good stuff there. But it, it, when you get into your writing, really the environment fades around you. You know, it's just like when you're really into it. Yeah. I remember Yeah. <laughs> I remember I would I would write very intensely in Adventures and Odyssey. And I, I'm you're into it. You're in the zone, right? Yeah, and you're you're you're. I was writing about Connie and Witt and Eugene and Wooten and all these guys, and you're 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 hearing the voices. You're just writing. It's it's very intense. You're there, and in, invariably, Kathy Buchanan and Lissa Johnson. Oh my! Um, they would sneak into my cubicle behind me, and they did this more than once. Um, I have evidence on the ceiling. I'll explain in just a second. But anyway, so Kathy would get. Usually, Kathy was I think my left ear. I can't remember. And Lissa would pull up right beside me, right beside me, and just very sneaking. And then they go, wah, like that, just like, just a, a noise. They, they go, three, two, one. They, and there is a hole in the ceiling. Where <laughs> I just, I just, John, I didn't know you could jump that high. Nice. They, they said I scream like a girl, but I scream like a man, Brian. I did. I scream like I, a man. I, I, uh, John, yeah. I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, uh, so, uh, maybe a li- little higher. But, um, <laughs> just so, uh, there you go. That's a little higher. But anyway, when you really get into writing, the the you know everything fades around you. Anyway, but anyway, I hope this is inspiring to you. So, yeah. I just wanted to share the blessings and also inspire well, you, you. Just you, like look at your environment. You know. Yeah, well, you talk about getting into your writing because I can definitely mm-hmm. identify with that as a lot of people, they get involved with their world. They're in it. They're walking in the trees. They're walking the streets of wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Wherever they, are. they see the characters in front of them. Um, I know some people like that. Other, other styles abound. What happens when you can't get there? What do you do? When you can't get, what do you mean? You can't get to... In the zone, in that zone of, I can't see the characters. I just... Oh. It's not It's not writer's block because you know what you're doing. It's just mm-hmm. not getting in the zone. Oh, that that's sense. a wonderful question. I love it. Well, what, did you, well, what generally do you do for that? Well, generally, if you're bored, your audience is going to be bored. That's that's a that's a, mm. <laughs> a little warning there. Mm. But um, go, here's, here's a, a diagnostic I've found that really helps me. So if you're, if you're feeling like stuck, you're never stuck. You're, you're, you're just growing a ways you don't recognize yet. Just throwing that out there. So don't worry about being, Mm. you're not stuck. You're just, it's a new way of growing, but going back to, if you feel like I'm just not getting into this, go back to your compelling must. Okay. A couple of things. Go back to your compelling must. What does your character want more than anything else? Willing to bet the pharma, make sure that's a really compelling must and up the stakes, make it like it's life and death. Okay. Mm. That will interest you. Okay. So let's try that. Try your compelling must. That will get you going in your story. But let's say, um, let's try another thing too. Try that number one. And the other thing is go back to your first love. Why did you want this to do the story in the first place? Go back to that passion, right out of that passion. What scene did you think of? What character did you think of? And write that scene. 
Pat Roy mm. showed me it's on Story Chat. I learned from Story Chat too. Okay. <laughs> and I learned from Pat Roy. It was a great episode with Pat Roy. <laughs> oh, if you guys want to go I, back, it's oh, it's labeled. It was a wonderful episode. That, that was, was so at Sonicon. That was at Sonicon, right? Yep. That was a Sonicon, right? Which Sonicon's coming up again this year. But uh, Pat Roy, uh, creator of uh, Jonathan Park. And he said, you know, if, if you're having trouble getting into scene one, just go to the scene you love. Mm. It's like, you don't have to do it in order. It's like, oh, wow. I always thought, you know, I have to start with season one. Then, I mean, or with, you know, scene one and then scene two. Just start with the one you, you really love. So that's another one that will help, help you get out of that little rut you have. Just go, go to the scene you, you really fell in love with or that character. Just start writing from there. So hope that yeah. helps. A couple of few tips. Now, I'm I'm going to be a little bit obstinate here. Is what if oh, you know great. all that? You you know all that in your head. You're uh-huh. down. This is a story that you have been passionate in the past. It's just mm-hmm. today's today. It's just not clicking. It's just not there. Okay. You're Two either things. hungry. You have a headache, or it's just not clicking. Okay. A couple things. Walk away. Walk mm-hmm. away. And then just um, write down, write down before you walk away, write down what you want to solve, something you want to think about. Okay, you know, if I was in the mood, I would want to solve this problem. Write it down and then walk away. Hmm. You can walk away and take like a, if you're on a deadline, just take a, take a walk, take a drive, go somewhere else. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Force yourself not to think about it. Okay. And that's one thing you can do. If you have time, um, you can actually take a day off or even a week. And just not even just walk away from it. And that'll give you a new perspective on things. Mm. Maybe you're not, maybe you're not supposed to write this and you don't want to spend time, wasted time working on it. Sometimes you push through and you achieve your goals. Sometimes you need a new goal and, and mm. pray God will show you, you know, you don't want to be spinning your wheels, you know, kind of thing. But so there's two things, walk away, write down what you want to do, walk away temporarily, take a 20 minute walk, 30 minute, whatever it is. Um, or, or, or an hour, whatever it is, just take yeah. a, a short amount of time, or yeah. it could be just, Hey, I need to walk away. I need to like, let me take a day off or just take a week yeah. off and then come back to it. Yeah. And, and maybe you, I, you need to let it go. <laughs> you need to let, it's not, it's not, it's just not the time. And honestly, for me, that's something encouraging because you don't hear a lot of professionals say, Hey, if you're stuck, you can't do it. Keep soldiering on. You can do it. Make it through. Mm-hmm. Ah. But sometimes it's just encouraging to hear somebody who's been in those trenches for so long mm-hmm. to walking away and accepting defeat on that particular day. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's acceptable. It's, okay. it's not failure. Yeah. It's just got to clear out that head. Yeah. And you know, um, a lot of writers, they'll keep, they'll keep one, well, several in the drawer, <laughs> like they'll start on something and just for whatever reason, they just hit a point where, you know what, I just got to put it away and they might come to it years later. That happens mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, hope that helps. Yeah. Love your obstinate yes. questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like well, that's uh, that's what they pay me the big bucks to be here. On oh Story yeah, Show. that's or, right. You know, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm, Brian, I'm going to double your pay next week. I really. Oh, I think thank you. Yeah. I appreciate okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you only know what we go through. Uh, I, I get you the, yeah, yeah. Now, well, okay. Um, now here's another question. Talking about locations, is okay. you're on the road. You're mm-hmm. in Lynchburg for Sonicon. You're in right. Mobile uh, or Orlando for a shoot or LA, and you don't have your cozy little nook. Where are your go-to locations for writing when you have to uh, write while on the road? 
ideally for me, a quiet place where I can just, just alone where it is. And then what I'll do is I'll surround myself. I'll make the environment with my audio environment. I'll put music on, you know, that kind of stuff. And then I'll just ignore where I am <laughs> as far as the environment. <laughs> um, Kathy, one of my very favorite writers, uh, Kathy likes to be around people. She's like, like a coffee shop. That's her favorite thing to do. So you'll find your vibe. You'll find what, 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 what gets it going. If it's a coffee shop, then, um, I would, I would go to a coffee shop, a local coffee shop, wherever I am. And I've done that too. I've done that too. Yeah. But generally I like a, I like a quiet place. Um, and if it's just, Do I stay it's just at the hotel or the Airbnb or wherever you're I at? can, I can, but, um, I guess I go more Kathy when I'm, when I'm out because, um, some, sometimes what you're seeing at a get, you know, someplace and it's just too hot or it's, uh, I, I met yeah. someplace I was, I was renting a place and it just was unbearably hot in the summer. <laughs> oh man. And it's like, and they like to have the, the windows pulled down where it's dark, like dark and hot, I think is the worst. And that that's mm. probably my, yeah. It's just like, I got to get out of here. So I went to a coffee shop. So yeah. There you go. Oh, by the way, I'm running out of battery. So just kind of let you know. So if I go, away, oh, okay. I'm, being, <laughs> I'm, I'm not being rude. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, great good. questions, man. Great questions. Miss, miss working with you. So yeah, no, good. Uh, I hope this yeah. inspires. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, absolutely. Because that that environment, because I know I'm a I'm a naturally messy person. It looks clean behind me. You're not looking that way. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, I, well, in fairness, we had to move when we moved out here to Georgia, we moved a townhouse into a much smaller apartment. So we're still going through things and trying to organize. So it's, and I'm not a natural because I I have ADHD and Mm -hmm. sometimes I just don't, I flat out don't see the mess. That's just (laughs) the way my brain is wired. So you you gotta do what what fits your environment. For me, I could not stay in a cluttered environment. I could, that's Mm -hmm. just like, I'm just, maybe I'm a little OCD on that one. I don't know. Oh, by the way, if you're, someone was saying they're, they're, had OCD and they're dyslexic. I said, Oh, you've got ODC. Anyway. Okay. Move on. Uh, no, it's, it's CDO. <laughs> oh, CDO. That's what it's okay. That's it's CDO right. because the letter is an order I should have got the, the letters they right. Be. I should have got the letters right. You know, that was a sorry good joke. We, yeah, yeah, no, anyway. it was. Yeah. Sorry if we triggered any OCD people. In, <laughs> thank you. We love thank you guys. And I do have that. I do have that tendency, I guess. But uh, yeah, thank you for, for helping with my joke. That was really helpful. Um, that really did happen. That really did happen. It was a real life joke situation. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, it really did happen. Huh. Yeah. So, so you're helping me with my, my delivery and my timing and my, my letters. So thank you. But I'm- well, great. Well, I think that's it. Was there any other, other obstinate questions you have? Uh, not that I can think of yet, but okay, it's, cool. it's just that, that, that whole fun. environment of just sitting your, sitting your butt down in a place that you're, oh, we can't I say that word here. I'm sorry, Chad, no, can we say that? Sit in your, um, <laughs> posterior, posterior, we'll go with that. Yeah, <laughs> you're much better with words than I am. Yes. Uh, just sitting down and, uh, in a place you're comfortable and right. uh, that your brain right. can free float for all of posterity. Um, no, I think that's a different word. But anyway, okay, yes, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> For all of posterior. Okay. Uh... <laughs> well, I hope that inspires you. And uh, I guess we'll we'll say say you know goodbye for now. But just wanted to hope that yeah. it's, a, it's a little fun show. Oh, by the way, you got some. This was a fun show. We got some amazing fun things happening. I can't wait to show you uh, happening in Little Quitman, uh, Georgia. Something just happened today. 
I'm doing mm. a little teaser. I used to work in news. I was a vegetable reporter at one time. But anyway, I worked to work in news and you always tease you know, the next segment, right? And so it's, I guess it's a natural tendency I have now. So, but we've got a really amazing thing happening. It just happened today. And I'll share that next week on Story Chat. It's about something that is, could be historic. It could touch the world from Quitman, Georgia. And it has to do with a bank and a recording studio. And um, and not a bank. Well, anyway, I'm getting into it. But it's it's, it's it just happened today, and I will I will probably I, I would like to take you there. I'll take you there and show you what's about to be birthed in Quitman. They're launching a whole movie studio, TV, soundstage, yeah. audio drama production. They're gonna be doing. They're launching all this within the year, so it's pretty cool oh, stuff. Yeah, oh, so glad to be here. So blessed. I've been yeah. blessed. Yeah, so, we done very been grateful. Blessed. John. Yeah, I'm I'm just so so blessed. We got through a lot of a lot of dark stuff to get here, but I'm I'm just enjoying where things are right now. I feel I'm flourishing and just what a blessing. God's well, so I really good. liked what you said earlier. It's uh when you don't understand what's going on, you you're learning. Just maybe mm -hmm. not in the ways that you know you are, mm -hmm. but you are leaving it, leaving that one, leaving that up oh, to the Lord. You inspire me. I'm gonna leave with this quote. I got to spend. Oh, that's another thing we're looking forward to. Um, I'd love to have Phil Lawler on the show. I talked with him last week at Lamplighter. Oh, we're teaching. Awesome. And Phil's just a great guy. He shared something with me. I'll share with you that, that points to what you're just saying. If you find yourself in a really tough situation, um, and you're just like, oh man, this is really tough. I don't know how I'm gonna get out of this. <laughs> I've been there, like where it's like, oh, this it looks like a mountain. There's no way. I mean, it's got to take a miracle in that that's happened to me. Um, Bill was sharing with me. He had a professor friend that was um, his fellow professor. He had his professor friend, had another professor friend, went through a really, really toxic, tough divorce. And the guy was just mm. ready to chuck it all. He's like, he was just feeling awful. And mm. Phil's friend said, looked to him. He said, oh, you're an act two. You're just an act two. It's like, oh, when you think about story, you know, oh, start wow. with the great beginning. Sometimes we're just an act two, and that's the messy middle. And, uh, you know, act three is coming up. You're just an act two. That just gives you perspective. It kind of zooms you out and just to see, you know what? I'm just an act two. I just need to yeah. hang in there. Keep, keep, oh, this is like a character, right? In a story. And by the way, Phil says, you are story. But he says, yeah. so what do you do? What do you do in a story like that? If you're, if you're in the middle of act one in your life, focus on your goal. What is your what is your compelling must? What must mm -hmm. you do? Go back to that first love. What what do you want to do more than anything else? Focus on that. And as believers, we focus on God first. You know, what what does He want us to do? And there's a compelling must He gives us. So, if you're stuck in your story, go back to your compelling must. What is your compelling must? That will and that will help you through your act two. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Story Chat. If you want to hear more, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you have any questions for John or feedback on the show, please email us at storychatwithjohn at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.